You got too drunk, too quick, and too sick afterwards. (laughs) Shit, man. That was amateur shit. That was. GMV episode 88. I'm Luke. I'm Joe. <laughs> Take two, man. We, we've been through that before. It's been a while, but yeah, we're we're back again, man. As always, at a, a different time of the day. But it's uh, I don't know what it's like down there in Colorado Springs, man. It's been stupid nice like the last three days in Boulder. Like there's still a little snow around, but it's sunny as fuck, and like it's probably like 50, 60. But that in fucking March, that feels like. 70 so well it's exactly the same here and it's also here too you know back home mm-hmm. if it was 50 it'd be like all fucking it'd either right, be, shit. Yeah, it'd be like nasty shit and you wouldn't have the sun so it's not as warm but here it's like i'm in shorts and a t-shirt outside you know mm-hmm. yeah i haven't gone full shorts yet but i've definitely just been in a t-shirt the last few days i love that shit it's just it's like when it's in the middle of the summer, it's like, fuck, this would feel cold or it would be, damn, I'm just sick of hot weather. But now, like when you have a mix in with snow, it's just funny how that switches up like your your perspective. I think it actually makes it feels di- feel different like your biology because legit like coming off a couple months of winter, a couple weeks, whatever, I guess the lower temps feel warmer. Like normally you're not going to go out in like a, a cutoff sh- shit, me or you would. Most people aren't going to have like a sleeveless shirt when it's like 50 degrees. That can be on the chilly side. Especially if you're from like Florida or some shit, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just that's always been interesting to me how it like kind of switches up your your biology. Speaking of that, we have another one of those dumbass daylight savings coming up. I think it's this weekend. I that, think it is this weekend. I, I'm getting more and more annoyed just because of how it fucks with people's circadian rhythm and realizing how important that is, and it's such a struggle to get that in line anyway. And yeah, it's not the biggest deal, switch an hour or whatever, but it's just a, a shitty thing to do. And I don't, still don't know why they do it, and no one seems to, so that annoys the fuck out Especially of me. Especially when, like, okay, this is the dumbest fucking thing ever, okay? Why, why does it happen in everywhere besides Arizona? In the United States, like what in the fuck? So I feel like they get away with it because we're because it's just legislation, like it's just a law that's written. There's not like it's not just something that's always happened. They just wrote a law that was like we have to change the. Clocks I know, but at this my time. thing is like, why can't? Why does that matter for them and not like? I just don't get it. I don't no, get just, where that. I know their seasons don't ma- like don't change, but still. What the fuck? Everybody else is time. They, they get so. this, yeah. So I think they get away with it. They got away with it early because they're on mountain time, like us here. I believe, yeah, that'd have to be. No, so a, I, no, instead of like an hour, they're, so they're right, so they're one more point. over. But either yeah. way, they're in between that three-hour gap between yeah. East Coast and West Coast, so it gives them a little more flexibility. Because like right here, we're we're two hours difference from the East Coast, and with them, so it doesn't it doesn't make any difference to them if it flips a little bit. It might you know, be confusing for some people. Like if you're used to, it, it's even dumb for them. Because think about it, you used to it for half the year. You got to call someone on the East Coast. It's going to be an hour different each time. You think you're calling them at eight, you're calling them at nine. Like it's yeah. just dumb shit, man. So I don't know, but I think enough people are realizing that and complaining about it, just like I was. That that it'll probably go away soon because all you have to do is write a new law. That was like we don't have to randomly change the clock. I would think so, man. I have to say, when I, I was cruising through. Uh, 
cruising down there to like the Four Corners and going to Vegas and the Grand Canyon with fucking uh, Jared that we still have not had on the podcast. He's going to be our uh, first guest, man. We still haven't had a guest. So, yeah. So, yeah so on that, what we always said too, that we were going to start trying to get guests. Like, we wanted to do it a while back. It didn't happen. We obviously took a long break around episode 100 anyway. And not like on yeah. the dot. We were just thinking a little before that, a left or whatever. And that i think that's still a i'm still good with that plan <laughs> personally man i still want jared on as the first one too <laughs> so we'll, sure, we'll hopefully have yeah we did i feel like we we've probably been teasing that since like episode 50 or some shit <laughs> but it's also uh just because i like to explain exactly what we're doing with this it's the logistics of it too it takes a little bit more lo- recording equipment to have three mics going into something than just two and that's just another annoying thing to set up like we've been straight up with it from the beginning neither of us is super knowledgeable about tech and stuff like that like for sure we're functional everyone has to use computers and shit now but we're not like i can't nerd out on it it's just not that interesting to me i mean i'm gonna get basic with it i'm gonna have him fucking sitting next to me have that mic kind of between us and have us just kind of angle our voices towards it when we're talking no, I can't do that, man. We can't talked about it before. No, because you just get such shit audio. We already, like, as far as the quality that we'd like, we're already on the very much lower end, and that would be absolutely... Because t- think about it. You talk, half the words are going to be right at the mic. Some are going to be angled off a little. Like, it happens to all of us. Certainly mm-hmm. what we do here, but all the way up to anyone recording some shit that's not re- produced after, you're going to... It would just it'd be terrible to listen to. You know what sure. I mean? Like, talking back and forth and hearing... Like, think about where it shows up most on Rogan, because he's, of course, pretty good at it, and he's usually always checking his guests, making sure, and give young Jamie credit for that, like, they're in the right uh, proximity to the mic, but he does the Fight Companion episodes, where they're always smoking hella weed, drinking whiskey and shit, they'll talking over each other, you know, someone will talk off mic, then on mic, (laughs) back and forth, so that's what it would be like. Yeah, that's too much, Fucking terrible, so as much as those are... Those are dope episodes for other reasons, but <laughs> on that, man, uh, I was too hyped. This guy called Adam Curry, just is the latest episode of Rogan today. This is, uh, what are we, Thursday, March 5th right now. It's right around there if anyone wants to go back and listen to that one. He started the first podcast ever and basically invented them. Like, there was certainly a lot of pieces at work for people Has to be able to upload. Before? No, I don't think he ever has. So the reason I was so hyped on that personally, he's this Dutch guy. I think he he was like an MTV DJ way back in the day, probably like 90s, some shit, shit like that, even before when we would have been watching MTV as kids. But he uh, he's has, had, had his own show for 13-ish years, uh, and he's gone through a few for sure, but that's like one he's currently doing. And I still listen to that shit all the time. I used to talk about it a bunch back on our early episodes called no agenda it's like news analysis they do a completely put in my little fucking scroll thing here still yeah completely user funded show so it's all donation based and these two old guys him and another old uh tech journalist have been doing that shit for over a decade and it is in in my opinion for a lot of different reasons it's the best news show i've ever come across because i just you can't you just can't trust 
anything from a normal news source without double checking it a thousand times is just so much work. It's just, I'm just not going to do it personally. Not, I'm not, I can't even watch it. I can't even take myself to watch it because yeah, I feel I, like I need to look it up and try to figure it it's out. It's all just so biased and I'm not even against like, yeah, if I hear something on CNN, it's probably fairly accurate. At least the topic they're bringing up is relevant to what's going on right now. But what you don't know is the flip side of that story that they're going to play on Fox and the other one they're yeah. going to play on NBC. Yeah. And it's just whoever filtered it down through all the producers and executives and shit and then take all the advertising shit into account. You just don't know. And uh, I think a perfect example that everyone is getting shoved in their face nonstop right now is this coronavirus shit. I don't know if you have much of an opinion on it, man. I haven't looked in heavy, so I'm... I do have a little bit of a fucking opinion. Partly out of ignorance, but it seems like it's a a less dangerous version of the flu. And by less dangerous, I mean less people die. Like, it's it's the only people who seem to die from it are old people right now. So it's really... And then then there's also an argument that there's less people that have died because it hasn't been around very long. So by the number of is, people infected, so what we're looking at is infection rate, which they're reporting either under 1% as high as 3%. Yeah. After so, you get infected, if you die. Oh, we, okay. If you get okay, if you die once you get affected. That's what yeah. they're going for. Okay. And it sounds like it's probably under 1%, but I, I want to be fair here because I have heard, I've read things too that say it's over 3 so it just depends but the more important part of that that they're just this is what i'm saying why i just get frustrated with the the normal news coverage and that show that i referenced just to uh to wrap that up real quick i like it mainly they give some cool analysis but like most shit i listen to rogan right i don't agree with everything they say by a long shot what they do is just take news clips the whole show they play a news clip then they talk about it so for me it's just taking all the best news clips from whatever is like a current story going on that i would like to be aware of whether it's politics or or coronavirus or whatever it is and they just have so they'll have a clip from like every major news source and yeah. play them all right there so for me it's just a condensed way to get the news without reading through a bunch of bullshit but on the the actual this this virus we're dealing with right now in the spread so it seems like almost all the people who have died are elderly people who weren't in great health to begin with. So not surprising that they get a flu-like infection and die. Also, it's uh, questionable, and this is this is more uh, people probably extrapolating on other facts, but it seems like it's excessively prone. There's two large genetic populations in China, not to be fucking racist about this, but for people like us, and I know it's an old cliche joke, a lot of Asian people look very similar. No, I couldn't fucking tell them apart, but apparently Asia, or the China mainland is split into two, mostly two large different genetic populations from Asia originally, of course. It's way more prevalent in one of them. Like, it's spreading through that where it's not for the other one. And this is makes you want to lean towards, did this shit leak from that lab they had in Wuhan or whatever the fuck it was? Because they do have... The fish market? No, so the fish market is also a legit possibility that it came out from people selling weird animals and exotics and shit like that. And then the one, this is definitely bullshit, all those, that stuff about it coming from bats that they put in a soup or some bullshit like that. There is, so one of the biggest bio labs that deals with stuff exactly like this is in that city in China. So it doesn't necessarily mean it leaked from that, but it's like, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to be like, wait, there's a weird new virus and they have the big bio lab in that city. Like it's not a big stretch to think somehow yeah. got out. 
But I mean, yeah, all except, those are definitely possibilities of some bullshit. But yeah, but there's just too many factors that don't. They're like, oh, like nine people have now died in Washington or Florida or whatever the fuck it was. I think it was all nine elderly people that came over from Asia. Like, what? Are, come, what are we talking? Report that. Just be accurate about it. Instead of <laughs> acting like just some random kid got it. Now it's gonna infect all the schools. You know what I mean? Like some healthy thirty-five-year-old living a, a normal life didn't catch this and die a couple days later yeah and uh the other thing that makes me feel weird about this is all the we've had one of these every few years we had ebola we had sars all that shit yeah ebola shit. sound sounded way scarier than this shit you like bleed out your eyes and all that grimy shit and like die a very miserable painful death not that i'm sure this wouldn't be very uncomfortable as well if it was your way that you you had to go, but it's <laughs> again a lot. A lot of people die from the flu. I think the numbers are around like I think it's like twenty to sixty thousand a year or something, depending on what you check. Mostly either very young people without health care or old people who also probably don't have adequate care. So I'm just like I don't know, man. I, I need to really look into it before I can form a, a solid opinion. It just seems goofy as hell. All I just feel like, what? Why are they going so hard on this virus that doesn't even seem that bad? I mean, because I think it's all the you know publicity. I mean, it's all it's all the within the public, and it's it for could what, be even some what would the point of be? I don't know to distract us. I mean, everybody's freaking the fuck out. We have a sh we have a toilet paper shortage in Hawaii and in Colorado, a couple other states because they're buying toilet paper. When I bought, coronavirus I bought yesterday, the shelf was full. We good. I know. <laughs> I don't know, but that's what they fucking reported. You know, that's what, what I mean? I'm like, saying. The reports are just shit. bullshit. So yeah. I think it's just to to distract some other bullshit that's going around in the background. So, I mean. The, the, Biggest he, thing going on right now would be the election, but I don't. Usually, it's not well, hard who to knows piece these together. Really, could be really going on. You know what I mean? This Honestly, for sure. Yeah, I haven't heard of any other big stories that have got like yeah. brushed under. Like, say if if the Epstein thing had just happened, like this would be. I'd be like, for sure, I'd go all in on the conspiracy. But they didn't even really need to distract. They're just like, oh, we're not talking about that anymore. <laughs> we're yeah. good. Dead. Well, I think I think you know we're just almost getting over it because it's kind of like just a bad TV show. So what I say the the you know news and shit is becoming and what it will become eventually. I feel and where they're gonna have this small group of followers here and there, but because there's so much hype and like it stresses people out so much and it's just so much bullshit and negativity and stuff. What it's gonna do is get old. It's gonna be. It's gonna be like you know when you watch Saved by the Bell when you're fucking younger. It was really cool for a long while, but once you got into like middle, late middle school, early high school, you've seen every episode fucking like thirty times. You're done with that shit. You're done hearing the same fucking thing over and over again. That's what it's gonna be with the news. I think. I, th I mean, especially with like um, people that are like me and you and stuff that just can't stand hearing when it's crap. We know it's crap. You know what I mean? It, it, be real with yeah. it. And I think, um, like to touch back a little bit on the uh, coronavirus there, I think that's what Trump was doing. And he got ragged on a little bit because he was like not giving – he was like it's like the common cold kills more people. Like he was trying to like take the – almost the pressure off of it I feel – and they actually made it worse because they're like, a president doesn't care about people dying because of disease that, yeah. and all this shit. And like you just said, and like we all know, I mean, it's the people that are not fucking in good health that are dying off. It's, it's you know, like this is the thing that blows my mind too. When these people get sick, do they even know how to take care of themselves? Is that why they're dying? Like they're just like, oh, I'm fucking sick because 
I looked into this a little bit because I just couldn't believe it. You know, all this Corona crap. So well, it's, it's uh, undeniable. You have to kind of know a little bit now because it's just like yeah, I started with getting all, shoved in our face well, at yeah. every fuck. It's on my every single phone, news source. It's on everything. Just nonstop. Yeah. Coronavirus. So I had to look into it, and when I was looking into it and comparing it to like the common cold and shit, and I'm like, you know, a lot of these people, like you said, are old or they're malnutrition or they don't don't stay hydrated. The people that die mostly from the common cold, it's because they it's dehydration and malnutrition because they're not taking care of themselves while they have sick. a weakened immune system from whatever reason, age, yeah. poor health, so, whatever. So, yeah, then you're well, more even younger people, like say in the percentiles between 25 and 45 is what I was looking at. And that one right there, there is a ridiculous amount of people that just didn't drink water and they fucking died pretty much because they were sick. Their yeah. body kept breaking down. Like, that's what I think is going on with the, this fucking corona thing. And yeah, it might be something new. And it, like you said, it spreads in certain ways or certain cultures or whatever the fuck it is chain whatever it is that it's spreading in a little quicker than most but if you're healthy it's probably going to be like the common cold and you'll get over it you'll be fine you know what i mean yeah like, there I, was I just, a this I was think early on in it when, some stupid thing yeah maybe they no, don't have anything else to do well we'll follow up yeah that then that could be it like maybe this election is so goddamn boring like every election ever <laughs> that they they just need more stuff to fill the news cycle because there is such a fast turnover on it as you noted that you do just need a lot of material to cover so you'd be doing some dumb shit but also uh don't call it coronavirus like why name it after a shitty beer i know <laughs> that's like, just what corny the fuck as fuck. is that i don't know where the it's name so came like from. what yeah Maybe it must be abbreviation for some well, i'm sure there's some scientific see. reference in yeah. there at least i hope so it's not just like a slang term that the news picked up but yeah man i don't know like i had a a brief corona phase in my life probably a few months when i was 16 like that's the only time i like those beers like it's not even a good one man we're <laughs> gonna get bud light it does it's not it never even like like i think i even tasted it one time and that was it like it's i don't i don't good. even like, think i, I drank the whole beer. in mexico in the same way i'm like gonna pound dude i Guinness was in mexico i still wasn't drinking corona like you're i drink margaritas and shit though like, weren't you yeah pina coladas and shit yeah, yeah for sure that, like, fuck <laughs> the damn corona i don't need to drink some fucking like yak piss or something <laughs> it's like come on man like i don't understand like uh, I have that with a few things, you know, like I, I've definitely had, I have a taste for quality. Like I like a quality whiskey or, or even like I could do a, a, you know, an ale or something that maybe is made locally, something along those lines. I can't fucking drink shit like say a Corona or a fucking Budweiser. The shit don't taste good. It fucking it's terrible. It yeah. just, there's no. It makes you feel like shit, and there's just nothing good about it. It's not like a genuine thing. Like, oh, I got this visiting the distillery in the mountains. No, it's just a fucking shelf beer. It's crap. You know, it's it's. I just yeah. don't understand it. Yeah. So that's yeah, my well, anyways. But on the beach, it's the, pina coladas all day. Yeah. If I want to cheat, like a cheap ass beer, which is not going to be often for me, as I would go for whiskey any day. I do feel a little better about drinking a Coors, even though it still tastes like shit, but because yeah. we're out in the mountains that are on the can, so, like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like, it's a little, <laughs> a little better, so if I do have to drink a cheap beer out here, See, I would but you connected Coors. it with something, so <laughs> yeah. that that would be, like, that's how I do it, too. No, it goes but, like, say, like, beer. what was the cheapest, nastiest beer you've ever drinking? Oh, Key, Keystone Ice, hands down. Keystone. It so was a high-alcohol That's pretty keystone, funny, man. that's pretty funny, because that... Yeah. 
That's definitely that's definitely a hard close one for me. But Rolling Rock, that oh, was shit. the worst shit I've ever drinking. Oh, I, I literally got had the worst hangover. I still remember to this day how I felt for two days after that. Mm-hmm. When I was in high school, I should have been able to bounce back quick. I could not. Yeah, right. I yeah, you got the school. real hangover in high school. There's issues, man. <laughs> there's fucking issues, man. Out of a plastic bottle or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's uh, Zanka. I did I did uh, a night of that too one time. Holy fuck, man! Dude, every area of the country has their own like dirt cheap bottle of of liquor that you can get a handle of for like 10 15 bucks and all the high school Zanka, 899 and a half ours is yeah that shit was the worst man Plastic make jungle bottle. juice out of it that was probably the best use but still, but man everybody paid for it everybody yeah. paid for it it wasn't worth it in any way man you, just, was you got too drunk too quick and too sick afterwards <laughs> Shit, man. That was amateur shit. That was was, was the early days. (laughs) Yeah, but let's go back to the good stuff, man. Because I've not, I've been drinking a lot of whiskey. Like, normally when someone would say that, they mean like they're drinking every night. I mean, on the rare times when I do drink, which is once every week or two, I'm going for whiskey almost every time. I've been fucking with Buffalo Trace heavy lately, and not because. Rogan likes to pull it up on a show. That's just because they always have something decent on deck. My friend uh, who knows all kinds of shit about whiskey has like probably like 15, 20 bottle collection already on all the good shit lined up. So that's cool. When we we like to go to this 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 spot right uh right in downtown Boulder, the West End Tavern has a, a decent whiskey selection. He was showing me almost all the high-end whiskeys, and I'm not talking about the shit that's like $1,000 a bottle, but the more expensive ones would be decent to actually sit there and sip on, not some cheap shit like Jameson or whatever. Buffalo Trace distills almost all of those and then just labels them for the other place. So you can, and there's a few others. I don't remember the names off the top. It's all basically the same whiskey. It all, it's all good. It's not super expensive, not cheap for sure, but it's not like it's not crazy just to go out and get a drink or two. Yeah. And it's just a good good whiskey to to sip straight if that's your thing. So, I've been uh, I've been loving that shit lately. Hell yeah, man. I I actually I mean, I'll definitely hit a whiskey if I'm like looking to like just sip on something, but honestly, lately I've been I've been enjoying myself a good port. You know, fucking red wine, heavy. I like that heavy girthy taste of a port i've been uh red wine don't, wine's don't always... call it girthy bro that's a pause <laughs> <laughs> that's a what that's a pause you can't, can't call the <laughs> describe the drink as girthy <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> no, sorry to cut you off though <laughs> it's got a thick body all right it's got a th- it's... <laughs> no i i'm just giving you shit bro because i give Everyone, people get in describing describing anything like whiskey. I like it, so I'm a little softer on yeah, that yeah. side. But when if you're talking wine or beer, you know the people are like, "Ooh, this has like earthy floral something." You, I'm like, "Yo, you just said it tastes like flowers and dirt." <laughs> like, that's, that's so. How how you describe for me a whiskey? Like I said, I, I do really enjoy whiskey, and that's been my go-to drink for for several years now. And I've had a lot of decent stuff. Like I said, I'm not going to pretend I'm too knowledgeable about it, but I've sat there and let like someone at a distillery tell me about the chars on the barrel and shit, learn the basics. Yeah, same. Still, like for me, all whiskey tastes like whiskey. That's how I get it. It's just like degrees of good to bad. You know what I mean? I'm like, this yeah. is 
good whiskey. And so, like, it is. I, I have a really uh, a local whiskey here, though, that I really like. It's out of Green Mountain Falls. It's um, Green Mountain Falls uh, uh, Whiskey Distillery. It's fucking dope, man. And I actually can taste the differences. Like, when you come back or when we hook up, I'll see if I can either bring some or well, maybe we'll even head up there if you come to the Springs. We'll just go up there. They're open. We can oh, even hell yeah. tour. But, um, they, they got the different kinds is like, uh, say one's an Irish whiskey, which is closer to a Jameson. It's much, it's much, I guess, finer, you know, it's it has a little more care to it. I think Jameson's more streamlined, but, uh, it, it ha it's really good, but you could taste a difference from that to, uh, like a barrel in this one for so long and then cherry wood and an and apple when they're all side by side. I know what you're saying. Like. When I go to a distillery or something, I'm like, hey, let's try a couple different ones. I don't really ever get that difference. This place was the first time in my life that I actually could tell a difference between each bottle that I was tasting it out of. Like it, it wasn't like a, a holy shit that's like way different than this one. It was like, oh, wow, that one does have like a char char taste or that one does have like a, a hint of uh, apple. You know what I mean? And, you know to be fair, too, because this—it's absolutely a real thing. I'm just saying I can't personally, and I am—I I think most people probably can't, because there's people for for beer and wine. I know for sure. So I'm sh there, there's got to be people doing the same shit for whiskey. To be like a master brewer, or a master whatever they call a winemaker. I'm sure there's some bougie term for it. You, you're fine. You go through like you legit go through school for it. Like not uh probably not quite as intense as your normal college degree, but you're going through like your a legit educational process, and at the end to test them, they line up a bunch of wines or beers, and you have to sip that and then say like what kind of grapes, and where those grapes are from, and people a lot of people can do it, so it is definitely a real thing with liquors and and all sorts of alcohol for sure. But yeah, for me it's just like good to bad. I do what I can notice more is certainly the difference between like Irish whiskey bourbon or, or like japanese whiskey because they're they use different grains to oh, make yeah. them so that that's what makes the difference really because at this point now like you could make anything wherever you wanted you just get the the raw material shipped in but i don't remember the exact breakdowns but it's just it has to be like a certain amount of corn coming from for a bourbon or for a canadian whiskey or irish or whatever the fuck it is so i definitely notice a little like i feel like the irish whiskeys are that shit like has more of a bite to it like yeah. more warms you up a little more but yeah i do i admit and because it's like a high alcohol fucking liquor man i struggle to get like the subtle <laughs> taste of, of yeah, different whiskeys yeah. i'm just like oh, i really like this one like i will say like some just like any liquor or or any alcohol really some stuff is a lot smoother and that's so that'll impress me with the whiskey and i'm like this shit's strong as fuck but like it you can drink it easily so yeah, I, I like that side of it, and I am with you. Like, uh, I like to stop by those little dist distilleries just to try their shit. That I just just goes. It's the same as food, man. Like, I'm trying to if there's some local stuff around, I want to try it at least. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Like, there's it, something about it. There's just like a feeling about it. Like, I went up uh, right at the bottom of Pikes Peak entrance there to the mountain. There's like a local pickling company. Like, just a little small mom and pop fucking. They pickle everything, you know, uh, anything you can think of, a bunch of fruits, vegetables. They make even, like, uh, certain things that are, like, pre-made pickled, so all you have to do is throw it in the fucking pan, make it up. It's pretty dope. And uh, I went there just for, like, a base, basic pickles and some jam, and it, it's, like, 
you know, it's real chunks of fruit in the jam, like a fucking legitimate, like chunk of fucking strawberry and like uh, rhubarb and all that good shit. Like that's yep, that's that it just means more to me shit, when I'm man. eating it. You know, and that's yeah. what I mean too about drinking like a certain like we connect that cores. It's it's something that we would cheat go cheap on. Like that's our out drink, but that would be connected to the mountains for us. It has a little bit of meaning behind it. You know what I mean? Like me when I eat when I eat my elk and the fucking bison here, it's not the same shit that I'm getting at the store, even the organic shit that I buy at the farm or whatever. This shit came from a member that shot it out in the fucking mountains of of the Rocky Mountains. Like mm-hmm. I it means a lot to me when I'm fucking cooking that food and eating it because yeah. I'm connecting it to so much. Like I that's what I see Rogan and uh, or that's what I hear him talk about which i can relate to a little bit not at the same level of course of killing it and dragging out of the fucking woods and all that stuff that is the shit that i want to be doing but like i think i connect everything somehow to be meaningful that i eat or or it is meaningful to me so i eat it you know like i don't want to eat some bullshit um that doesn't mean anything to me or or throw something in my body that i don't think highly of like if i don't think highly of fucking uh, corona, then I'm not going to fucking, dr- you know what I mean? I shouldn't drink it for one the virus thing. or the beer, man. Yeah, I mean, either <laughs> one, man. Either one. But I'm just saying it's, yeah, it's no, nice I agree to have you meaning behind what you're eating. But yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I think it's one of the most important things you can do with food. And you certainly could apply the concept to other things too. But yeah, just being connected to it. And for some people, that's like going to their favorite restaurant. For some people like us, us it's going really hard on the the stuff that we know will promote our, our health and fitness goals. Some people, it's if they home cook it themselves. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. why our grandmas like to cook so much because they, they enjoy having people eat it. And that's why yeah. everyone says their grandma makes the the best whatever because they were. it's because you associated with your grandma. It's not because she's actually the best baker in the world. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But uh, as far as that that concept, I agree a hundred percent, man. Yeah, like I I, that... like that's pretty funny, man. Because I was like trying to think of like a way. Because I like to cook these chicken cut- cutlets. They're they're my they're my way out. I get like chicken breast. I cut them about about uh, about an eighth thick. So they're pretty fucking. They're pretty thick chicken cutlets. I beat them nice and flat. But um, the nice breaded, hand breaded, delicious, but I can never make them as good as she fucking makes them. I've been trying yeah. to figure out what it is, you know? And, you never and will, the other man, day, No, there's no fucking way. Yeah, like, you could I, do the exact same recipe no perfect, and it, because yeah. it wasn't your grandma doing well, it, it's not going to be Well, that's what my dad said, too. Dad's like, well, because Graham made them, you know? like Because yeah. when dad makes them, they taste better than when I make them, and when I made them, he said they taste better when he makes them. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? It's all about the mindset behind it, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. For sure, man. Yeah. Yeah, but on that, just because we we talked a lot of training in the last few episodes, especially about you potentially getting ready for a bodybuilding show yeah, this yeah. summer, training geared towards that. What have you been doing nutrition-wise recently? So nutri- just the the normal basics, or have you have you tweaked anything? I'm just I curious. have tweaked it a little bit. So I got rid of um, all like regular uh, protein like protein supplements period other than collagen and uh i've been doing collagen and, and creatine creatine really for me is a huge thing for recovery especially scenes that i train all day with people yeah. and stuff. so fucking it, it has really done wonders for me especially now i got it dialed into what i need and um i've been doing like the this uh keto collagen 
which is really fucking badass. The it's, one from Trader Joe's? The one from Trader Joe's, man. I've been doing I got that, that shit, too, when they were out of Great, Great Lakes. Lakes. Yeah, I yep. think I brought it up when we were talking, because just uh, real quick, as far as collagen protein, what people don't know, it's just uh, really good for connective tissue, joint health, stuff like that. Easy to find tons of info now, but the best brand by far that's been out since this shit got popular is called Great Lakes. Yeah. They have it at Trader Joe's. We we went in on that a lot not that 100%. long ago, and then same thing, right? The they were out of the Great Lakes, and I got that the chocolate keto collagen because there's. I would still say if you put them head to head, yes, Great Lakes is a better 100%. product. This is still a pretty good one. It's grass fed. It has minimal additives. There's a few, but nothing terrible. And it it mixes great in a protein shake. Or I was throwing it in uh, in coffee for a while. That was that was pretty fire too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I love that one, man. I do with a little bit of protein and my creatine. I'm still doing maca. Maca really helps. I just with got like, some maca too the other week, man. I used to use yeah. it all the time. Now I love that shit. Yeah, I, I crank fucking maca. I've been doing that forever, man. I, I I can tell when I don't have it. You know, like that's it's a big it's a big fucking difference for me. Like um, focus wise and stuff. Sometimes I have a little issue focusing because I'm trying. I'm so much shit's going through my head. I'm just all over the place. Yeah. And with maca, I can tell a big difference. It's almost like smoking and not smoking for Interesting. me. Interesting. You know, um, and uh, it, it affects it not in that hugely of a difference, but not having it and having it for so long, I know the difference. You know, um, so I just paid attention to it that much. Just like I can tell a huge difference with. I actually do that keto chocolate uh, collagen. I do that with that maca and some creatine once a day. And I do the Great Lakes on both ends of that. So one in the morning, one at night. And um, I, I mean, I up my protein intake with that by adding an extra whole serving of the Great Lakes and also um, adding four more eggs and upping my protein at, at uh, supper. So I added about another 60 grams of protein to my diet. Now, have you which gained is, any weight? I have gained a little bit of weight. I'm weighing about, uh, and I actually leaned out. I'm, I'm fucking. I haven't done any body fat, but I am much leaner than I have been. I'm like one ninety. Yeah, you can tell solid. at this point. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, it's fucking ridiculous, man. Like, I, I didn't. <laughs> honestly, I didn't know I was gonna be capable of just being able to do this in such a natural form. Like, I'm not stressing in a lot of areas. And I'm kind of just tweaking things a little bit here, a little bit there. Dude, but that's like, why I was telling you years ago. I'm talking like five years ago when you first said something about you like, yeah, I might do that eventually. I was like, yeah, for sure do it because I knew that that was for absolutely true. Like you have to do very minimal changes. Like, yeah. And I said this way back too. You'll have to do some a little bit more extreme stuff if you like right up leading to a show and you get down to the real oh, dieting, yeah, yeah, down, that's drying gonna, out. But yeah, yeah. as far as like the the entire base foundation of this is already completely there. So dude, like like don't I have had a near couple much people that I had a couple people that compete like serious. Like I met this guy because I'm at this new gym and um, he's a fucking like a power lifter. Like he wants to. Bro, uh, let me mention this before I forget. We're gonna get right back to that. The guy you're talking about. Yeah. This uh, has pissed me off so bad. So the Arnold Classic is happening. I think it's this weekend. It might be next. Either way, it's, it's real soon. The giant festival that I've been saying we should go to for fucking years. We will at some point. Te the bodybuilding show will still go on. They fucking canceled the Arnold Sports Festival, which is the biggest sports festival in the world. The shit they have it somewhere in I Ohio because of coronavirus. Oh my fuck! Sorry, I just I forgot it earlier. Just hey, I, it made me so bad, man. Right, yeah. But back to what you were saying. So that, yeah. 
That so guy that guy, that guy fucking lifted like he's been in it for a long time. He's a big fucker. He looks a lot like Eddie Hall, to be honest. He, he's going, he's going for the big shit. He wants to like break a world record bench Yo, press. Anyone who doesn't know Eddie Hall, and I don't know this guy, so I'm not being a dick. It means you're built like a keg. Yes, <laughs> like a hundred percent whiskey a, This guy That's is a better whiskey keg, barrel. <laughs> he is. <laughs> It, it, it's and that like, power lifter stock. You just pure power muscle. Man, my yeah. his fucking calf is like as big as my thigh. You know what I mean? He's just and he's just rounded. Like he he definitely can't fucking reach back or touch his opposite hand to toe or anything. Like he's fucking limited for sure. But he he moves stupid amounts of weight. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. other day he was on a fucking. Uh, a tricep um, press machine, so you sit down and strap yourself in. He had 850 pounds on it. You know what I mean? I'm like, what the Such fuck? excessive try. That that's so fucking cool, man. I'm like 850. Dude, come on, like seriously. Too much. The machine almost like, can't fucking much. handle that. Nobody even thought 850 pounds would be in a tricep press. Like, come yeah. on. <laughs> Yeah, that that's way higher than the max weight on any tricep machine should ever like, be. What the fuck is going on? So, so anyways, I, I commented on that. And he's like, dude, I've been watching in here, and uh, a couple of times, like a lot for my shoulder warm up, I'll do handstand pushups. I'm getting those fucking things down like stupid. I could do those like I can rep pushups now. I'm doing sets. Yeah. So that's pretty fucking badass. Just I grab dumbbells just to save my wrist a little bit. That's but smart. uh, but uh. So he's in there and he's talking to me and I was just telling him like what I'm doing and shit. He's like, dude, he's like, what do you train for? Like who, like, what do you compete in shit? He goes like, what have you been doing? Like, uh, like, are you, like he listed off a bunch of competitive. I was like, no, man, I'm not fucking competing. I'm just like living my life. He goes, yeah, I was, that's the answer. If someone, someone asks you, what, what, what are you training for? You just gotta be like life. Yeah, no, I said, I just do it because I like it. He goes. This is like serious shit. He goes like people that fucking compete don't fucking live like you live. Like you know, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was yeah. like, yeah, man. Like that's just how I do it. He goes, fuck. He goes, you gotta get in that shit. He like started yelling at me, making. Sure. He's like, you gotta compete. You gotta do this. You know, it'd be easy. It'd be like a breeze. It'd just be living life and fucking bam on stage. You know, it's great. Well, that's the thing. You should do it for those reasons. I agree with them completely. But that is why it's funny because I think it's just a different mindset. Most people don't have it. Like, and I've said it a million times about myself, but the, it applies to you hundred percent. Like, say you don't compete for whatever reason. You have uh, too much work to do or whatever. Like, just don't have time for it. You're still gonna train just as hard for just, oh, just as long, yeah. put just yeah. as much work, be just as disciplined. Like it doesn't actually. Whereas a lot of people use, and this is it, it's a good way to do it for most of them. Like the competition is the incentive. I'm gonna get in really good shape for this, or I'm gonna use this as a goal, and that's gonna motivate me to work harder. And not saying it won't for you, because it it will. But like I said, you really won't be doing anything different. <laughs> like you'll just be tweaking what you already do. Yeah, hundred so. percent. And that's what I realized. Like. I didn't like I know we talked about it but I didn't realize how to the extent that I really was until I started really getting into this and looking into it like I even went to a coach and I've talked to a couple of them now on interviews and stuff and they're just like listen man like you just come to us when you need the posing and then we'll help you with the last cut you don't really need you know like like this one no. guy said I can offer to like help you build up certain areas and stuff but he goes you're already doing that I've seen you. I seen you four months ago, and now, and you already have a difference within your lat spread. And he goes, "You're already able to tweak it." He goes, "If you really don't want to spend the money, 
just figure it out yourself. Come to me at the end for the posing and fuck it, we'll get you in there. That would probably be the best route, especially, yes, yeah, trying it out for, for the me, first that, time, For me, that for trying out the first time, I think that's exactly what I'll do is I'll just fucking yeah. go hit this guy up and be like, hey, man, I'm, I'm about ready. Like, what do you recommend for me to, like, prep for the show and let's do some posing, mm-hmm. you know? Even if my posing he said, uh, isn't right on. It's worth getting up in front of the stage and everything and fucking doing it. He goes, because, oh, uh, yeah. you know, just, just to get a feel for it, and that way you'll know if you want to go for it or not. He's really coming at me very genuine and, like, respectful of where I'm at in life and stuff. And he's like, listen, man, this is something I could see you doing really well in and going far in, but this is also something that is totally different, like, way of thinking and what you're going to be doing. So... Why don't you just try it out, play with it, and see how it is? You know, don't jump into it with all feet. Just dip your toe in it a little bit. You know, which is good advice, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so how about yeah. you, real quick, well, before we have to wrap up? How's the training going with you? You get you getting ready for any fights or anything yet? Now the the first opportunity or next opportunity I'll probably have would be the summer if I do want to try to fight, and we'll see. I'd I'd like to do it. I'll just see if it's it'd be it would make sense for for that and it, but no just uh a lot of weightlifting outside of the muay thai too okay pretty basic squats deadlifts shit like that but i just, just doing that to keep strength there gain strength for sure gain yeah strength. and like i'm 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 upping the weights progressively not fast and not like i'm not trying to put on a lot of size i'd add like another five pounds or so would be would be decent yeah. but Definitely just falling back in love with lifting weights again. And uh, (laughs) not that I ever stop, but you know what I mean? Just just the very basics. Like, it's just fun to, say, throw up for someone who's built like us to put a bar on your back and do some heavy squats. Like, that's, uh, it just feels good. So I really like that. Uh, Just a lot of Muay Thai. And it's every, I'm decent, man. I I like how, how I'm progressing in that for sure. I still, it's nagging me a little because I want to do jujitsu too, but I think it's smart not to split the two at the moment. And yeah. I'll guessing I'll probably get back into some and more on the nogi side jujitsu sometime this year, 2020. But I'm not putting any timeline on that because I don't have. That's just more of like a side project than than anything. I just yeah. just because it's fun. Like I, I don't 100%. need the extra training on top right now at all. So I'm really just still trying to put on a little weight. So I think I've I've gained like three or four real solid pounds of like the exact kind of weight I want. And nice, that's yeah and definitely added some strength. Honestly just trying to eat as much as I can. I haven't haven't had to go to to actually tracking my food again which i was considering for a few months just because i wasn't putting on any weight and i was like this is bullshit like i just can't make myself eat enough but a lot of it is too like i usually work afternoon into the evening and i'll eat one decent meal there but i don't want to have a gigantic meal when i'm at work more just so for the time of it i just don't have time to sit down and eat that much and i can like i'll eat a little bit go back eat a little more go handle some shit eat a little more but I eat the bulk of my food bef- earlier in the day, and that's been that's weird for me because I've always done the opposite. I've always eaten lighter in the morning, so I have to like really be conscious of getting f- a lot of food in during the day and like trying to make sure. Like I still, I'm a gigantic fan of what I call. I know most people wouldn't even consider this intermittent fasting, but just going 12 hours overnight every night. I don't eat for 12 hours at least. Usually it's more like 14, 15, but it's minimum 12. I'm usually not hungry. Like I'll eat 
dinner at six to seven, somewhere between five and seven would be normal for me for eating dinner. I'll wake up at like seven thirty, and I'm not hungry for a couple hours. So a lot of times I just have to make sure like I drink a smoothie or something before yeah. I even have a, a real breakfast just to make sure I'm because uh, if I'm going to be, I know I'm going to have a lot to do later in the day, then go to work. I'm just not going to have time to eat enough. So that's probably been the biggest issue for me. Just trying to uh, eat a little more, get a little stronger, man. Yeah. And also one side thing, probably be, I'll definitely be talking about it more later because this is kind of surprising. I've been doing weighted pull-ups last three and a half, four months, and two, two to three times a week, usually two, three started to to aggravate my elbow a little bit. And then I was just fucking around on the rings a week or two ago, and I could. I could hold a front lever, which I'd worked on for for months, a few times in the past, just working that that move directly, which that's hanging horizontal to the ground and holding a bar or the rings. You obviously have to have your arms at an angle. I'm just describing it for people who don't know. So it takes a lot of lat strength and core especially. And I was just surprised because I hadn't trained that at all for like six, eight months. Yeah, yeah. Just doing the weighted pull-ups, which is really just adding some lat strength guys so um now i'm mixing that back in like i'll just fuck around with like once or twice a week i'm not training directly for that at all but i just thought that was cool because i wouldn't have expected it's just i've just been doing straight up weighted pull-ups i think with uh, the heaviest i was even doing was a 35 parallel or chin-up grip and that was enough to i get because the core strength was already there it was holding the lever position it was just enough to to strengthen my lats to to get that move like i said i i wouldn't consider that i could do it till i can hold it for a good like five ten seconds but i was significantly farther than i'd ever gotten when i was just training that directly with body weight on its own so i thought that was kind of cool that's fucking badass man yeah i like it well hey i wanted to get into uh um, next time that we talk i definitely want to talk about fucking are eating a little bit more. I have some things they want to run by you, um, especially because, you know, our life schedules and shit are crazy. Like, my schedule being so early and so late and stuff, really want to fucking fine-tune just, just like, uh, what your thoughts are on some of the stuff that I have been doing. I mean, it's working pretty well, but it's always nice to get another info. Yeah, absolutely. And, yeah, I would love to just get a good, good nutrition episode in, man. Hell, yeah. So... That uh, as usual, we went a little longer than we were planning on, but that was that was a good one, man. Hell yeah, we're uh, we're GMV anywhere you can get podcasts. Green Mountain Views on Instagram. Hit us up Anyone? on Instagram, guys. Fuck you, checking that shit. Let's yeah, and yeah, we're getting a good episode or two a week right now. So, so I like our our production rate, man. I'm happy with it, and we'll uh, we'll keep them coming soon. So on that, we out. Peace.